Welcome to Retire Eyes Wide Open. Don't go into retirement with your eyes closed. Go into it with your eyes wide open. If your financial advisor and tax advisor aren't talking, someone Someone isn't doing their job. There are two systems in this country, one for the informed and one for the uninformed. You can't turn back the clock. You can only get better for the future. You're going to look back at this moment 20 years from now, and you want to know you did everything you could to position your financial life. The world is changing, and so is retirement. Hi, my name is Scott Lamborg, and I'm here to help you retire with your eyes wide open. That means having the information you need and the clarity you deserve. It means understanding and interpreting the world as it changes. It means knowing about investments, taxes, social security and estate planning, and how they're all connected. And probably most important, it's about living your best retirement life, the good life. You know, I meet with thousands of retirees. I see people doing it right. I see people doing it wrong. People that are happy, people are depressed. I see people that are informed and people that are uninformed, and I'm going to show you how to retire with your eyes wide open. The strategies and concepts discussed are for educational purposes only and do not represent specific investment tax or estate planning advice. Investing carries an inherent element of risk, and it is in everyone's best interest to consult a tax legal or investment professional. Scott Lamborg is an investment advisor representative of and advisory services are offered through USA Financial Securities Corp., member FINRA, and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Sterling Wealth Partners is not affiliated with USA Financial Securities. Welcome to episode one of Retire Eyes Wide Open. I'm your host, Scott Lamborg. On today's episode, we're talking about what it means to retire with your eyes wide open. We're going to cover current news in the market segment called The Money Rundown. I'll tell you about the best thing I saw this week, and we'll walk through our Scott Strategy segment and listener questions all about Social Security and your retirement. But first, it's time for The Money Monologue. A little bit about me. I've been a financial advisor for over 16 years, a partner at Sterling Wealth Partners in Tustin, California. We specialize in helping people as they approach retirement or if they're currently retired. My focus is trying to optimize your investments, your taxes, and align your estate plan to help meet your financial goals. But that's really what any financial advisor does. What's unique about us, what's unique about what we do is that we can help you with everything all under one roof. And it's about how we're really intentional about our comprehensive planning. This show, this show is about educating, entertaining, and inspiring you about your money, but it's more than just about money and investments. It's more than just strategy. It's about everything else that comes with retirement. How do you have the best retirement life possible? It's about making sure you face down retirement with your eyes wide open. You're facing retirement. You're staring down some big decisions, huge decisions that are going to impact everything about your financial future, everything about your future life. Are you going to have enough money? to do the things you want to do? Will you have enough for what you need? Will you run out? You know, the crazy thing is no matter if you have 5 million in investments or just 50,000, you all come to me with the exact same set of questions, the same fears. How do we make sure we're gonna have enough? I'm blown away when I meet with people with 5 million investments, a home paid off, a pension. They have the same level of fear as someone that only has 50,000 in their bank account. Where is my money going to come from in retirement? You're asking the same questions. How do I make sure I don't run out? How do I make sure I don't do something stupid? You're making some epic decisions. And who are you going to hire to help you on this journey? Where do you pull income from? From cash? From IRAs? When do you take your Social Security? 
What do you do about your taxes? Big decisions with big consequences. You wanna make sure you go into this journey with your eyes wide open, not closed, because when you look back at this time, when you look back on these decisions, when you look back 20, 30 years from now, you're gonna have perfect clarity on if you made the right decisions about your investments. If you made the right decisions about your social security, you're gonna have perfect clarity then down the road. But what about today? What about right now? How can you have confidence that you're making the right decisions going forward? Will you make sure that you've got your eyes wide open instead of closed? When you look back at this moment, you wanna make sure that you had looked at your options, that you had analyzed different investment strategies, that you looked at different ways to position your income and your taxes. You analyzed your options, you interviewed multiple advisors because you're gonna look back at this moment and you wanna know you did everything you could, that you gave it your best shot your best chance to set yourself up for the retirement life ahead. And that's the way you're gonna have confidence in the future. You're not gonna necessarily have made the right decision. Maybe you didn't make the right choice, but you'll have confidence knowing that you would analyze your options and you chose the best path forward. That's what it means to retire with your eyes wide open. And we're gonna explore that topic a lot more in the shows ahead. So we're excited to have you join us for our podcast and we'll cover more of those topics in the future. And now for the Money Rundown. There's a lot of media sources out there that are gonna give you updated information about the economy and the markets. My job is to help summarize and synthesize, to help pick out a few stories that are the most important for you as a retiree or an investor. Now we're nearing the end of July, and as of the recording of this podcast, the markets have had a choppy year. Still off the highs in the Dow achieved in late January, the Dow's up about 1% on the year and the S&P up over 3.5%. Bonds have had a challenge, down over 2.5%. International markets are also having a challenging time. Developed markets down over 3% and emerging markets down over 7%. Our first story is about economic growth. Is the economy growing at a 5% pace? The Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta believes so. The economy could be expanding at nearly that rate. Their GDP Now model projected second quarter economic expansion of between 4.7 and 4.8% for Q2 during most of June. So what does that mean for you? What does it mean for your retirement? Well, a growing market and a growing economy are great for your retirement accounts and for your future retirement. It means that even though this economy is nine years into recovery, the second longest on record, we could be in store for some more upside potential. And you have to be asking, is your portfolio positioned right to take advantage of that? Our second story today in the Money Rundown provides us more evidence of an expanding economy. And it's also our quote of the week from senior market strategist at Voya Investment Management, Karen Cavanaugh. On June 19th on CNBC, she said, quote, We're seeing a lot of capital expenditures, and we're seeing companies going out there and spending more. That's going to increase productivity, and that's good for sustained economic growth. It just takes a little bit of time to work through the system. What does that mean? What does that mean for you and for your retirement? Well, the recent tax bill has really added more fuel to the fire as companies are enjoying lower tax rates and less regulation. Companies, they're becoming more profitable. They're spending more. They're buying back more stock. And is your portfolio positioned to capture some of that upside? You know, as you approach retirement and as you're in retirement, most advisors advise you to add more conservative investments, add more bonds to your portfolio, manage your risk as this market has grown. But I have to ask the other question too, not only how do you make sure that you're not taking too much risk, but how do you make sure you're capturing upside when this economy is growing and when it's expanding. 
since 2008, since our last recession, advisors have been giving warning signals about this market overheating. And year after year, some of those people have been wrong. And the economy has continued to grow. Did you miss some of that upside? Did you miss some of that growth in your portfolio? Hold your advisor accountable and make sure that not only are you avoiding risk and managing risk, but are you getting enough upside as the market grows? While we're still concerned about the length and breadth of this recovery, we're always asking ourselves, how do we capture as much upside as possible while managing downside risk? And that's our Money Rundown for the week. And now for the best thing I saw this week. Isn't it great to see young people with a hot dog stand or a lemonade stand on a hot day? Did you have one as a child? What did it teach you? Teach you a little bit about money, about earning money? How difficult it can be to earn that money? Well, we've heard some different stories recently about kids and their food or drink stands, and sometimes they get reported. They get reported to the city for not having a permit. An example of one of these is a 13-year-old in Minneapolis, Minnesota. 13-year-old Jaquan Faulkner in Minneapolis, Minnesota wanted to raise some money over the summer for some new school clothes in the fall. Guess what? Someone filed a complaint because he was selling food without a permit. Can you believe it? This 13-year-old's trying to raise money the good old-fashioned way, and someone reported him to the city's health department. Instead of shutting him down, the city, the local health department, and a local nonprofit helped him file the papers needed to obtain the temporary permit and made sure he was following all the health codes. More than that, they helped him raise the money for the permit fee. Isn't it wonderful to see a community coming together? More than that, isn't it wonderful they didn't shut him down? How crazy would that be? Well, this story got me thinking a little bit about retirement. How does it apply to you? How does it apply to a retiree? And what it got me thinking about is today's world is a lot different than, than when I grew up and when you grew up. We didn't have the internet. We didn't have Facebook. We didn't have eBay. So setting up that virtual hot dog stand or that virtual lemonade stand is something that's a lot different now than it was when we were kids. You can set up a virtual hot dog stand. You can set up a virtual lemonade stand. And it opens up some really new, interesting questions about what retirement is, right? Retirement, it can be about travel. It can be about leisure. It can be about enjoying the things that you want to do. But it's also about doing the things that you want to do. For some people, it's about reinventing themselves. For some people, it's about starting a business, trying out a hobby that they haven't been able to do during their working life. One of my clients started picking up pickleball. He plays a couple hours a day, had never thought about it before as a hobby that he would enjoy. But more than just hobbies, maybe there's a business that you want to start. Maybe there's a side job that you'd like, that you'd find enjoyable. The internet makes it easier to have that virtual lemonade stand or that hot dog stand, and it allows you to do things you might not have been able to do before. You don't have to get committed to another full-time job, but you can explore some more of those interests. Maybe you want to drive Uber on the side on a Sunday afternoon just for fun. Maybe you want to start walking a dog once a week using one of those apps that helps coordinate dog walkers with people that need that service. Maybe there's a business that you want to start. Maybe you want to start teaching kids at the local park about about rockets or about science. The list of things that you can do to satisfy that itch to contribute to the community around you is really endless in this internet age. 
Maybe you want to start a travel blog. Maybe you want to be a wine critic. The list goes on and on, but the tools available today make it easier than ever for you to do just that. The world is changing and so is retirement. You're going to live longer than you think. And if you think fulfillment is going to come with every vacation, you're in for a surprise. What's your purpose? What do you love? What do you enjoy? And how do you do more of that in your retirement? I had someone that I met with recently. They just started taking ukulele lessons and they couldn't stop talking about how much fun they were having. So whether it's you're doing it because you're earning money or you're doing these things to turn over a new leaf, they all go to the same thing. And that's helping you find more relevance in your retirement. It's critical to have that happy retirement lifestyle. Okay, and now for our Scott Strategy segment, where we're going to share with you insightful strategies to help improve your retirement picture. Today, we're talking about Social Security. How do you embark on Social Security with your eyes wide open? What are some strategies for you to take away as you're making some very important decisions about your Social Security? First is to realize how important of a decision it really is, how big of an asset your Social Security income is going to be. The average retiree depends on Social Security for a significant portion of their retirement income. So strategy number one is just embrace the fact that this is a big decision and it could be a huge part of your financial picture. Next tip is to remember to think about your spouse when calculating benefits. This is a very common mistake. People don't think about their spouse when they're calculating their benefits. They only think about themselves. You know what's interesting is if you're 70 years old, if you waited to take your Social Security until you're 70 and didn't take a nickel of your own benefit, but your wife Your wife lived till she was 92. You passed away at 70, never took a nickel of your own Social Security. Your spouse would collect over $100,000 more in her retirement life because you made that decision. Now, you might not be happy because you passed at 70, not collecting two nickels, but your spouse is happy because they collected over 100 grand more than they would have by you taking your benefits early. Next, think about if one of you can wait. Can one of you wait to take your Social Security benefit? By waiting, that means you're going to get an increase every single year um, once you start turning on your benefits. Waiting is beneficial not just for you and your life, but it can also be beneficial for your spouse life. Think about longevity. That's my next tip. Think about longevity. What if you live to 100? What if you live to 120? And these rules that we have in place now about Social Security can impact you for all of that time. You know, when they first set up the Social Security system, life expectancy was only in in the 60s. Now we're in the 80s. Well, fast forward 20 years from now, what is life expectancy going to be? Your Social Security benefit is one of those few benefits that's going to offer you pay raises almost every year tied to inflation. And with a government $17 trillion in federal debt, we're likely going to see inflation some point in the future. Social Security, under the current rules, could help you hedge that inflation as you get pay raises all of those years. And if you live to be 100 or you live to be 120, you may regret taking that Social Security earlier. Next, you need to think about how your benefits are being taxed. That really changes the game when you look at your Social Security benefits. You may want to wait longer until you're in a lower tax bracket. It's not what you make. It's what you keep. And that's a critical function when you're planning out your Social Security benefits. And that covers our Scott Strategy segment for this week. We hope you found it informative and insightful. 
We're going to have more content next week um, to give you information about your retirement and moving forward, strategies to help you right now. If you want to learn more about your Social Security, because it's a very complicated question, we've got a whole presentation on Social Security strategies and tips, and we'd love to share it with you. We'd love to talk with you one-on-one about your Social Security situation and what is the optimal time in light of all of your other retirement assets and your retirement income picture. If that's something you want to take advantage of, please reach out to us on retireewo.com. That's retireewo.com to set up a one-on-one discussion about your Social Security and how it fits into your retirement plan. And now for this week's listener questions segment. If you want your questions answered during the show, go to our website and click on our button to have your question answered on the air. We'd love to get your question addressed. So if that's something you want to do, visit our website. Joining us is our producer, Angela Jugan. Angela, thanks so much for joining us. And what kind of questions do we have from some of our listeners this week? Thanks, Scott. So our first question is from Don in Diamond Bar, California. Hello, I have a question about Social Security. My wife and I are both 62 and both retired. We have plenty of income from pensions and investments where we don't actually need the income from Social Security to live. But we're wondering, should we take it early and get what we can? Well, Don, thank you so much for sending in the question. When you're 62, there's a lot of other questions to really consider. And the first question for you is, are you still working? Well, you mentioned you're both retired, so that's an easy one. But for listeners that are listening in, between 62 and full retirement age, normally 66, 66 or 67, you have to be very careful if you're still working and turn on Social Security, you could be penalized. So be very careful and conscious of that. Now, Don, you mentioned that you're both retired, so that doesn't really apply to you. What you need to really be thinking about is your break-even point. You need to think about if you don't need the money, does taking from Social Security take pressure off some of your other investments. In other words, if we start taking from your Social Security first, does it allow us to defer more of our investment in pension income? That's really the one of the questions. The other question is you have to look very closely at your tax situation. What's your tax situation and how is it gonna change when you turn 70 and have to start taking required minimum distributions from your investments. Looking at your taxes is a critical question when thinking about when you're taking your Social Security. Lots go into this and and we'll have to talk more uh, offline, Don, about specifically your specific situation. Hope that helped. And our next question, Jack from Tustin, California. He writes, hi, Scott, I'm 68 years old and I'm a successful attorney. I don't plan on stopping work anytime soon. I do plan on turning on my Social Security at the age of 70 because I don't really need the income now. My wife is enjoying retirement and she's also enjoying her spending in retirement. She's 62. I really want to turn on her Social Security benefit. It's about 1000 per month. We have about 500000 in retirement accounts and our home's paid off. What do you think we should do? Jack, thank you so much for, for the question. You know, the issue, I think, in your situation is because you're still working, you're likely earning more income now than you will in retirement. Your tax bracket is likely higher today than it will be in the future. So that's a very, very important consideration when you're looking at what you should do about your Social Security. What's your tax bracket? Because if you turn on that Social Security benefit and you're giving away 40% of it to Uncle Sam in the state of California, let's say that benefit's 10 grand a year, you're giving $4,000 away in taxes, it might not make sense because once you reach retirement, you don't have a huge amount of investment savings with $500,000. The good news is your home is paid off. Because your home is paid off, plus your Social Security benefit, 
you are going to be in a decent position. But one thing that I can tell by listening to your question is it seems that you'll likely be in a lower tax bracket in retirement. So for you to turn your Social Security benefit on now, you're going to stop getting those roll-ups in the benefit. And whatever income you do receive, most almost half it's probably going to go to the government. So it might make sense for you to wait. We got to look very, very closely at that. It's not going to make sense for you to wait past 70. That doesn't make any sense at all. But for your wife, you're going to want to look very closely at that. The other thing that complicates that question is your wife is younger than you are, right? She's six years younger. So normally, uh, what I would advise people in a situation like that is to look very closely. Is there a way for one person to wait and to defer? And, and that's obviously you. You're waiting till 70. So because of that, I would be more inclined to have her take hers early because of the age difference. Because what happens is when one of you pass away, that lower Social Security amount goes away. So you might as well take what you can. The challenge I have for you is your tax situation. And she's 62. Looking at your tax situation, I'm concerned if you're going to have enough income in retirement. If she can wait just a few more years and then you're done working, being in that lower tax bracket with the money you get from Social Security can make a huge difference. Again, would love to talk to you more one-on-one about your situation to give you some more specifics, but hopefully that helps. Thanks for joining us today on the show. Angela, thanks so much for joining us. If you've got a question, again, hopefully this was helpful to our listeners. If you've got a question, send us an email at retireewo.com. That's retireeyeswideopen.com. You can also follow us on Facebook. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. I want to thank all of you so much for listening. Stay tuned next week as I continue to discuss how to retire with your eyes wide open. Don't go into retirement with your eyes closed. Retire with your eyes wide open. I'm your host, Scott Lamborg, and we'll see you next week. 